0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Englishing Around. I'm Casey and I'm joined as I usually am by Artyom. Hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. Artyom, what if this podcast were not named Englishing Around but were named Frenching
1: Around? Um, I will not be a part of it, I think. Yeah. I can't speak French.
0: Yeah, I really don't care about French, but
1: at least I care about the, f- the word if, I
0: guess, because that's the what subject if? of today's uh, episode is about if and conditional hacks i suppose life hacks using the word if in english or or um, hacks regarding not using it perhaps yeah yeah let's discover all the great stuff that we have in store sure
1: so yeah conditionals and um just to just just, just to clarify not to be super boring uh not that we are not but well um We're not really going to talk about the the basic rules that can be found in any textbook, I think. Yeah. It's not like we're going to say, hey, this is first type conditional, this is zero type conditional, this is the formula, and this is how you use it. And So, we are rather going to talk about variations Mm -hmm. that you can use or that are used in everyday English. Yeah. So, yeah, let's get going. Sure.
0: I don't know. You want to start
1: or you want me to start? Oh, well, uh, you have something to say? Uh, you got no more talk. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all next time. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if, we, a, if we don't talk about the basic formula, well, that's the end of it. Yeah. There's
0: really a million things to say about um, conditional sentences in English. Um, the, the most obvious one is one that we addressed or not addressed, I guess mentioned uh, on a previous podcast about the difference between the, you know, if I were you versus... Not, actually, that's not a good one, you know? If I was the president versus
1: if I were the president. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Which is more... One is more formal, the other one is... Uh, the, the, the real one, I would say?
0: <laughs> if I was the president
1: as yeah. the real one? I, I mean... Know. I mean, It's the one you hear more often
0: in speak, speech between bros,
1: I guess. Or speech
0: between friends,
1: I guess. Not just that, I think. Because, well, once again, like... I'm pretty sure I said that earlier. I will say again, um, about ten years ago, textbooks would teach you that the correct way to say is "If I were. yeah, or if she were, or if he were, so was is just not used. Yeah, we'll stop there. Um, today, though, English textbooks, so once again, it's it's kind of important. It's not just something that native speakers use. It's already a rule in English textbooks. Yeah. Which means apparently this is the standard now that we are supposed to teach, or that we as students are supposed to learn and, and have hardwired somehow. Uh, is that, yeah, in a formal situation, in a very formal situation, I think the, the, the right way to say is if I were. Yeah. Then, in a very informal situation, of course, like, you basically say whatever you want to say as long as you get understood, it's all cool. Sure, but... They're, uh, they're... But then, in just, like, everyday conversations... Yeah. And it, I'm not only speaking about conversations between bros. I think if you go to a job interview... Sure. And if you say... And, and they ask you, like, what would you do if you were this yeah. kind of person? I think it's basically what the textbook tells us... Yeah. Is that, yeah, if you say, if you begin your sentence with, well, if I was that person, yeah, I would do this and yeah. that. And again, according to some textbooks, again, not all of them. Some yeah. of them are still more conservative than the others. But at least it's becoming a lot more acceptable. Yeah. So, again, I think wait for five more years and this will be the standard.
0: Yeah, it might be. I mean, I think I mentioned uh, on the podcast that uh we are referring to i think you mentioned this and i said that you know i would still use war in a formal situation in a job interview i would probably use "were." i mean mm-hmm. again depending on the job interview if it's just a job interview for you know mcdonald's uh... <laughs>
1: Whatever. No, I'm uh, not suggesting that's where you should work, work though.
0: Yeah, but yeah, no, something where it's not super official. Yeah, well, uh, exactly. McDonald's, for like example. McDonald's, yeah.
1: Then yeah, I'd probably just use was. Um, but if, if you not a, if if a were if it were, a, if it were I said yeah yeah uh, a job interview for, for 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 example if you were supposed to to get a job of, of an editor.
0: <laughs> sure. In that case, probably would would use were. Yeah, for sure. And if it was, Reddit or Huffington Post. <laughs> yeah, to to be a blogger? Yeah. Uh,
1: I don't know. Uh, so Style could be anywhere there. It, it depends. It, it definitely
0: depends. Code
1: switching. Uh, I them. would definitely point out, I would highlight and I would emphasize and all of the synonyms that it's now it's not completely incorrect anymore. Okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm happy to, uh, to have that. Like, again, I would say that, at least, like, again, according to textbooks, Yeah. say 10 years ago, it was just inc- it was just plain incorrect. Yeah, to to go with that, even though you still already had songs I don't know by like, Natalie and Brulia, which now I was there with you. I think that's what it was called. Yeah. Um. So it was still already common in spoken English. Yeah. And I think again, I think a lot of textbooks used that um, differentiation. Yeah. Like, in spoken English, this is acceptable. Yeah. In written, I think, like, written equals to formal. Yeah. Which is not a nonsense analogy. But you know
0: my position on that, which is I I, I don't really buy that. I believe written should mirror formal. Yeah, but I think it always lags
1: behind, though. Uh,
0: I don't know. It doesn't lag behind for me. I would
1: definitely say that... I'm not gonna say it's like months uh, or years. Let, let me before, just put it this way. Yeah.
0: Whatever whatever conversation I'm having with some person, if I have it face to face, I'm gonna say if I was mm-hmm. or I'm gonna say if I were. And if I was having that conversation and you notice how I said if I was in that situation, but let's go here where it's informal, but um I- I'm pretty sure I would use the exact same language, whether this was through email or mm-hmm. through a Skype interview or in-person interview. That's
1: because, I I would say, that's because it's already uh, sort of an adopted um, stereotype format. What if if it's a completely new thing? Um, I don't know. Let's say, again, maybe not today, but I don't know, some time ago. Yeah. People still said Ghana a lot more often than they wrote. Not me, though. Mm, If if, I I want to
0: say Ghana, I'm going to write Ghana.
1: Uh, isn't it just a thing that you know? Sometimes you just say it because I don't know. It sounds uh, how should I put it more 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 fluent. Yeah. And you just say it like that, and then when you write, you actually write. It's just like you know, to some people, in Russian, for example. Yeah, I will say Draste. Yeah. I don't know, goofy word, whatever. Um, but then. I would text them Здравствуйте. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not text, message maybe, but email. But it's like, it's it's a spoken abbreviation. Then it goes to written, but it, it goes later. It lags. Well, you know, behind. certainly I it agree that behind.
0: written, as I said, mm-hmm. mirrors speech, which but using not that immediately. phrase. Well, I don't know. At the very least, when you mirror something, that something exists first. Theoretically, I don't want to get too deep no, no,
1: philosophically, no, no, but like, no, 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 no. I'm not talking like philosophical. I'm saying it will take. I don't know. About some I don't significant know. Amount of time, I, don't I, would know.
0: Say. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. Um. Oh, you know, it's interesting because um, what was that I remember adopting not even writing up, but writing G N A space B typically, but maybe not B, but writing G N A instead uh-huh. of. Uh, I remember adopting that, but I adopted that from seeing other people, specifically one of my friends using that. And text. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. But, but again, the the original person who used GNA, I don't know, I, how long after they started saying gna? I
1: don't know. Well, once again, maybe a question to the listeners then, like, my point would be, and again, I will say it's subjective. Yeah. It's just a subjective point of view, but uh, interesting to hear if you agree or disagree with that. I will say, yeah, I will agree that uh, written text or written speech mirrors uh, 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 spoken speech, <laughs> oral speech, whatever. Uh, but I will say it will still drag behind. sometimes like significantly, again, maybe maybe years, depending. <sighs> But... Well, I will... not... Okay. But, I mean, it won't be just like, hey, I saw this a week ago. It won't be all the time, like, I saw this a week ago, or I heard this a week ago, and I'm going to implement this in my text now. No, I don't know, man. Like, because getting back to, like, you know,
0: you know, like, if Stacy was here, right? Like, um, if you, I mean, it's just how I write. I, I write what I think, and if I think if Stacy was here, I'm gonna write if Stacy was here. No, no. I'm not gonna say hmm, if Stacy was here. St- but wait, I'm writing, so I'm. It's it, no, it's a
1: set standard. Well, I say, I'm pretty sure, people said people have been saying in it, yeah, instead of isn't it? Sure. People have been saying in it, way longer than have been writing in it.
0: Uh,
1: I don't know about that. I will. Um, I don't know. I, I, I will hold to this. Uh, sure, Until I, you, somebody proves me, I'm super wrong.
0: But there's the other possibility, which is... And this gets to our previous uh, discussion about commas. But oh. if someone writes, isn't it? I will read it as isn't it. I'm not going to read it as in it. I'm very faithful to reading what I see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... I'm not... I... I don't know, I feel like, I don't know, it's almost like a religion, right? It's like, yeah. it's just like I see the text and I obey the text, no matter, so like, I'm not going to read it. someone texts, you know, you know, beautiful, isn't it? I'm not going to read beautiful in it. Mm. I'm just not. I, I will only read beautiful in it if they write
1: beautiful in it.
0: But maybe that's just
1: me. Oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm not going to hold this against you or anything like that, but... Okay, so... Tell us! Yeah, whose opinion you lean towards more? (laughs) Sure,
0: and if tell us whether you understand what our opinions truly are, because it's an open question whether
1: we. Because yeah, if you agree with Casey, I'm just gonna say no. You just don't understand. Yeah, convenient. Okay, so uh, Uh, so that's
0: definitely yeah conditionals. That's for
1: sure a hack uh, with conditionals. By the way, yeah, um, when it's informal situation, when it's a colloquial situation. So you will say, if I understand you correctly, you say that sometimes you use if I were, sometimes you will use if I was. Sure, yeah. Is there any kind of reason based uh, to that? I have, or is it given just this, like random? Whatever comes to your mind first. I've given this some thought, and I definitely feel
0: like again, if you're trying to show your literacy, you mm-hmm. will use "if I were." Mm-hmm. If you're not trying to show that, and in fact, sometimes if you're trying to do the opposite, if you're trying to show your just coolness and casualness, uh, and how do you do, fellow kids? Exactly, how do you do, fellow kids. H- how do you do, fellow kids? Um, <laughs> And then you might use If I Was, right? If you're trying not to sound too, like, hoity-toity, right? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, there's that. Um, and, yeah, it just feels like... It just feels easier, I guess. Or, or if I was here, if, if he was here, man, like... Because it, it's physically, if, if you... I if mean you, I if, will agree it's physical but, more but convenient to say to utter because yeah, it it's physically not so easy to say if I if, if he were here
1: if he were here but no. the thing is your british thing you drop the r I, I agree no I still believe what you're saying though
0: yeah but for an american palate we have
1: to say the r no no no, right? no it makes sense yeah it makes all the sense to me
0: for the british palate maybe not not as much right it, it's easier to say if i were here if sorry if he were here if i were here yeah, you don't be have that R, year. so it makes that a little bit easier to say. Maybe. Might be a reason why they say it
1: more. I don't, I don't even know if they say it more. <laughs> no, I, I I mean, I will agree in the sense that I I. I don't have an opinion if they say it more, honestly. Yeah. Though.
0: But yeah, certainly in American English, if I was here, it's much easier
1: to say on the definitely, mouth than definitely. if I were here. Definitely. Sure. All right, more hacks. Yeah. Um. Well, how about inversion? Is yep. that a
0: hack? Yeah. I, I, I've, it's got, I've written it on, on my outline here. Were I had, I students, showed you, were
1: this... And students hate that. Because <laughs> English teachers hate him. Read more. Yeah. Seriously, the... Uh, in the sense that...
0: I like inversion. I'll, I will just put that out there. To oh, no, the no, no, inversion is great.
1: It's nice. I, I definitely don't mind it. And I imagine like
0: least. 60% of possible listeners are probably like, w- what the heck is inversion? What is that?
1: Yeah. Well, inversion is when you violate a standard word order in the sense that first subject or the doer of the action, then a verb or predicate, which is the action itself. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So the normal phrase is... If I had met him yesterday, mm-hmm. I would, whatever. Yeah? yeah? So I, yeah, if, of course, comes first, then I, subject, or the doer of the action, then had met is the, the, the verb or the, the predicate, right? predicate in, mm. in the sentence. Yeah, in the speech it's a verb, in the sentence it's a predicate. Um, so yeah, that's the standard word order. Just okay. like in a, in a normal uh, narrative sentence. Positive, affirmative, non-interrogative, non-exclamatory sentence. Grammar terms, grammar terms, grammar terms. My mind is shutting off. (laughs) That's what I was plotting. Uh, Seriously, though, um, inversion is when you use a different word order, which is normally when you use a question word order in a positive sentence. Like, I don't know, in a sense, like, Oh little did i know this will af- this would affect me so much. Sure. That's a... it's like a word then you have the auxiliary did yeah. before i that's what you normally do with questions. Yeah, like sure. blah 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 did i know. Sure, yeah. So that's kind of inversion and the same basic principle applies in conditional sentences. Sure. Again in my sense if i had met him yesterday. Yeah. Had i met him yesterday. Sure, yeah. Um uh, this creates a lot more emphasis of uh, no well
0: no. It, it, the interesting question is uh, what does it create uh, okay emphasis uh
1: I think it creates some kind of uh, I, I I don't want to use this word but I can't think of anything better it creates more drama I mean ultimately yeah I mean a dramatic effect sure yeah um no I, I actually I agree
0: <laughs> maybe that's surprising but I, I agree um <laughs> uh yeah so this kind of inversion and it's not just in the past so it's like had I met him, we'll stick with that. Um, for me, or at least how I interpret these sort of inverted sentences, well, and first of all, I should probably say that um, they're interchangeable. You can flip that sentence if I had seen him yesterday. Had I seen him yesterday, it's basically the same. You, you can flip I mean, it without. At least
1: grammatically, yes. Grammatically the same.
0: And the difference in meaning is going to be very slight and open to interpretation. So I just I just want to get that out of the way. Yeah. But but we are in the business here of interpreting, um, and yeah, uh, for me, I feel like it's when yeah, there's more emphasis on the fact of it
1: being an if sentence. Mm. Like, like if I had met him yesterday, well, it didn't happen. Had I met him yesterday, it totally did not happen. <laughs> Something I, like that. Yeah, maybe, or it's just like.
0: And I really wish it had happened. <laughs> maybe, maybe you really wish it happened. Uh, well, so yeah, it's interesting that you bring this specific one up because English has multiple hacks for in um for conditional sentences in the past. And yeah, I realize uh, in this episode we're going to use a lot of like grammar terms. So again, don't uh, stay listening. We will give all give examples that uh, demonstrate these. Um, the stuff we're talking about without the u- without needing to uh, know what these grammar terms mean. Hopefully, this is going to be your job, though. Mm-hmm. If we provide these examples, you will understand, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to invert that, and I can't.
1: No, because mm-hmm. as far as I know, you only invert. Sorry, no grammar. Unreal right? conditionals. Uh
0: huh. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um. So yeah, this
1: is one way of inverting it, and so. This Which th- should not be the case, though. You should be able to invert everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Such is life. Um, oh, no, no, the reason... Oh, no, no, you finish your thought first. So,
0: uh, it's interesting you brought this up, because English has many hacks for, like, conditionals in the past in English are kind of quite awkward. So, for a typical American speaker, a sentence like, if I had met him yesterday, I would have told him about our project. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's technically correct, but... People will I, say if I met him yesterday. Well, there's there's a lot of things people might say. Uh, yeah. So and and that's why we're doing this podcast. Um, <laughs> so yeah, for for whatever reason, dropping this little had there, um, which you know, I think pretty much every American, if you gave them like a test and gave them like five options of like which is the best sentence, they will which choose is the, the right one. one. With had yeah, mm-hmm. but there's still something that. Um I don't know. There's something in us that tells it, it, us that. I
1: do. I have to say it like. Is that? it just them dropping had? But what about the second half of the sentence? Will they say I would have told him, or will they say I would tell him? Uh for sure would have. So absolutely not changing that.
0: Oh, actually, I spoke too soon. <laughs> uh, but not not I would tell him. Well, then this is where it gets actually really interesting. Um, so. The full sentence, you know, if I had met him, I would have told him about our project. Yes. Um, would have told him about our project. That
1: is, in the majority of cases, going to stay. That I is, mean, with variations, maybe like, would have told him, I'm sorry. Yeah. But you say, like. It's not going to be, I would tell him. No, no, okay. Yeah. And it might sort of get into why
0: that is. But that part's going to stay. It's the first part that is the. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. That is sometimes, like, not
1: quite so palatable. Mm hmm. To us, I'm not quite sure I mean, why. Hey, this is a, a a tricky example because "had" sounds sort of like it's super easy to to amalgamate it with "tell." But because like "had" ends with a t sound or "d" yeah. sound, and it's very similar to "t" in yeah. "tell." What if it's like if I'd seen him? Sure, yeah. Will it still? If, yeah, I, if no. I seen him? or same, same, same rule. So, no, it's
0: going to be if I saw him or if I'd seen him. Of course uh-huh. it's going to be if I saw him. It's not going to be if I seen him. Although, uh, of course, <laughs> you had to be very careful in English by saying no one's going to say that. Yeah, someone's going to say
1: if I seen him to be like super, super. At least just to fuck with super you. Super slang. Yeah. Uh, Although, I, honestly, if I saw it, it sounds more like so f- blah, 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 barbaric towards the rules. <laughs> like, if I seen him. If I'd seen if i seen him yesterday. No, but if you if you saw someone writing that, or if you read someone mm-hmm. who
0: wrote that, mm-hmm. that would be pretty barbaric. If they said in writing, in in physical oh. text. If I seen him, oh uh, okay, that would be brutal.
1: But I don't know. When it comes to writing, though, isn't that that difficult to write an extra word or just? Write... What I'm saying is, if you get a document
0: where uh-huh. someone writes this, you have to correct that. I, I would
1: for sure correct that. Oh, and then if you if you saw. If I saw him yesterday, yeah. you would not necessarily correct that, is it what you're saying? Yeah, although well, it's just because I, I, you don't
0: typically see sentences like this because people who learn English typically learn the, the standard textbook form. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, if I saw or if I were to see something like that, uh, um, I, I would hesitate to correct it unless I really, really had to. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I seen, for sure, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we have this sort of inner not to say this. Or maybe some of us do. I'm sure some of us love this form and and some Americans love saying if I had seen him and it sounds great. Mm-hmm. And it does actually sound nice. I do agree. It yeah. nice. um, but there are ways to avoid it. Uh, and so if I saw is one of them. So mm-hmm. we just put the past version and, and mm-hmm. perhaps now uh, it's worth explaining why it's incorrect according to the textbook to say if I saw him yesterday, I would have told him
1: about our project. Oh, well, I, I'd love to do that, but it's... I don't know. It's going to be... Uh, I don't know how to explain it without being super boring, honestly. Uh-huh. In the sense that, well, I, I will do my best. Yeah. And you will stop me whenever you think I've gone too far. And well, you double... you're
0: because you're just a podcast listener and you can't stop what we're doing.
1: No, I'm, I'm telling you, Casey. Oh. Oh, yeah. I got the power. Well, I mean i will I will let you be the judge here. All right, let's hear it if I've gone too far. I have ideas on this too, so I, I might
0: okay, uh, chip in, pitch in, <laughs> chime in, chime in. that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> but chip in and pitch in as well. let's hear yeah, it. yeah, and they are what's this? palindromes, pitch and chip No, because palindrome is, has to like
1: mom has to be spelled the same way. No, I mean at least phonetically. phonetical palindromes, yeah Yeah, well, whatever. I mean, okay, we we aligned here. Tell me
0: why, if I saw him yes. yesterday, I would have told him about our
1: project. It's not grammatically correct, according to the textbook. Yeah, let's begin with... <laughs> I will start just, you know, to, to, to kill with boredom, like, and a good half of our listeners. First off, if I saw him... Let's say, if I saw him now... Yeah. First off, it's not past simple. Yeah. I mean, to a learner, or, I don't know, to maybe a not very educated native speaker it looks like past simple and well frankly does because saw is the is the past simple of c yeah it's not past simple because past simple describes what happened yeah what did happen in the past yeah here we are talking about a situation which is uh which is which is untrue yeah or i'm not even speaking about the past to begin with i'm speaking about the present sure or the future, theoretically, hypothetically. Yeah. Like, yeah, what would you do if you saw a bear? Sure. The structure suggests that I'm never talking about the past. Yeah. I'm talking about, like, either now, like, this bear opens the door to yeah. the room and walks in and, like, what are you going to do sure. when it come for you? Yeah. Um, or I'm talking about the future. Like, yeah. yeah, like, what tomorrow, what would you do if it, if the temperature was super, um I don't know, super high? Yeah. So... The, the rule is that it's called subjunctive mood. Uh-huh. And so, okay, I'll be, I'll be ultimately boring. Uh, there are, in the English language, there are three moods which express different ideas.
0: Happy, sad,
1: and grammatical? Um, I think there's no happy mood for sure. <laughs> Not in the English language, no. Well, first of them is the imperative mood. I'll begin here. It's probably the most uh, simple one. Uh, imperative mood is where you have the verbal forms which tell you the commands. Fuck off. Yeah, that, so that's, fuck off is uh, second person, right? Yeah. You as you as one person or you as several people, yeah, right? Fuck off. Then you have first person plural, which is let's. Okay. Yeah, or let us. Sure, cool form. Yeah. Um. And then you also have the, the third form, again, singular or plural, no matter. It's let him do that. Okay. Technically, it's, again, like, grammatically, it's not, like, but that's the, 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 the distant relative of the third person imperative. Like, if I want, uh, like, if I'm the judge, basically, in a court, Okay. my verdict will be, like, this guy will serve 10 years in prison. Okay. Like, the... Ultimately the phrase will be let him do that. Bam All right the, it's still kind of imperative, okay? Um, it's not like I'm really asking you to let him do that. Sure. The same with let them. Okay, sure. So, so that's imperative
0: let them eat cake.
1: Yeah, that's imperative. all right. Let them eat cake means like they eat cake. they do it. Yeah, go. Um, that's imperative mood. Uh-huh. Then we have indicative mood. Which is where all the tenses are. Okay. Indicative mood is what deals with facts, either in the past or in the present or in the plural or in the future, in I'm sorry. The future. Um yeah, like he will be 35 next year. That's a fact in the future sure. that's indicative mood. Mm-hmm. So and then we have this subjunctive mood, which deals with hypothetical situations, with unreal situations, or with some kind of suggestions. Mm-hmm. So, something like, you know, it's extremely important that he stay in bed. Uh Uh-huh. What tense is that, really? The answer is, it's none. (laughs) Okay. Just like, you know, open the door, please. What tense is it? It's none. It's imperative. It's imperative. It's not even in the tense category. Okay. So, now, uh, all the unreal situations, all the hypothetical situations are within the subjunctive mood. Okay. Just like the phrases with I wish in the sense like yeah I wish I had seen the film two years ago yeah or I wish she were here or she was here once again yeah. for the same matter and the unreal conditions are in the same category so we're not talking tenses as we know them sure okay now <laughs> if you're still listening and I don't know if you if you're still not bleeding from any organ uh-huh. um, so, if I saw him now is not past simple because it's a theoretical f- story yeah. so it deals with present slash future okay, yeah. now then the same with uh, the third conditional Sorry, theory yeah, like unreal conditions in the past Yeah. if yeah. I had seen him yesterday I would have told him about the project Yes. Yeah. third conditional technically now I'm talking about the past and if I had seen him is not past perfect Okay. it's Something that truly looks like past perfect, uh-huh. but it is not because it does not describe a past event which happened before another past event as, as in real past perfect. So what is it? It's subjective. It's, uh, it's just had plus the past participle, really. Okay. That's what it is. And I think my ultimate theory would be that's exactly why people started saying if she was here. Instead of if she were here.
0: Because they interpreted it as past because simple. Exactly. And like, Wait, past simple is she
1: was here yesterday. Exactly. Yeah. It, all make, it makes super great sense to me. Yes, it's correct. Um, um. So, yeah, a lot of people interpreted it as past simple. And they went like, yeah, why is it not was, if yeah. it should be? So, yeah, uh, even today, honestly, for simplicity, a lot of textbooks... Well, I don't want to say a lot. That's That's bad. But some textbooks... Uh, actually teach students that in second conditional we use past simple Uh because well ultimately yeah you don't I mean ultimately if you if you are if you're studying English just to be able to express your thoughts yeah you don't really need to understand the difference between like indicative mood and subjunctive mood you only need to to remember like if I'm talking about a theoretical suggestion that's the structure I want to stick to yeah so it doesn't matter what you call it yeah uh, same for third conditional. Yeah, it's if plus past perfect. No, it's not past perfect, but it doesn't matter to a learner. Okay. So Let's take a deep breath, <sighs> and, and return to
0: perhaps <laughs> some other ways to express this. Because despite <laughs> this, you know, long, grandiose, and probably very insightful. No, not probably. Actually, insightful. Um, insight. Well, insightful it, insight.
1: And if you if you understood like ninety percent. I don't know, get social, get laid, yo. I mean, pat yourself on the... Give yourself a pat on the back, but... um,
0: yeah. Uh Yeah, so this is all true. And yet, at the end of this, still a lot of Americans avoid saying, if I had seen him.
1: Yeah, first by <coughs> saying, if, if I, I saw, I saw him. him. Second,
0: had I seen him? Had I seen him, yeah. Which, which is nice, because it still preserves head, which is nice. I like which it. I kind of like... I, I, I think, like yeah, well. my
1: grammar enthusiast self appreciates
0: that. I like it as well, as... Just, you know, a person who, you know, appreciates his language. Um, uh, But, yeah, that's not the only ways. Uh, One of my favorite ways, I believe I've mentioned this to you, is uh, turning everything into the present simple, which is quite nice.
1: Uh, I think, before you say that... Yeah. I think I will kind of bridge where we are now Uh with what you're about to say, with this thing which is called implied conditions. Which is, like, you don't really have this phrase if something had happened something else would have happened as well yeah like i don't know a very basic example like yesterday yeah or i don't know maybe just now it's raining right now and i came to this place and i'm soaking wet (laughs) so if i'd taken an umbrella with me i wouldn't have gotten wet sure yeah but then i can say um i didn't take my umbrella damn otherwise i wouldn't have gotten wet
0: I, I don't know about that one. I, I mean, and, it's
1: kind of artificial, but it, like, it isn't never really used in the, in real speech. Um. Well, I mean, certainly we'll say.
0: Well, so here's another hack. Um, and you can keep track of how many times I say the r- word "hack" on this episode. But like, um, oftentimes, uh, Americans will drop the first part of the conditional sentence. Oh, So just uh, like, like, oh damn it! Like I didn't take my umbrella. Or right, like, you got wet? you yeah. oh, like, why didn't I take my umbrella? I would have been so dry, right? Mm-hmm. So you only say, I would have been so dry. Or yeah. I wouldn't have gotten wet. Mm-hmm. And this would have gives us the, indi- the indition. Gives us the information that it was a conditional sentence. Yeah, right? I mean,
1: basically is what I was going to say. Yeah. Or what I was trying to say. Maybe uh-huh. I didn't phrase it Properly. Anyways,
0: yeah, so we got there. So, yeah, that is one hack, is just getting rid of that first part if it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. Because would have. A- and that's why I said earlier, right? I, uh, what is it? Like That's why you get, always keep would. Do we keep that? Like, oh. if you say I would tell him, it, then we are confused. Okay.
1: Like, makes, makes, makes sense. Would have, yeah, we no. are not
0: confused. Okay. Uh, but that's not what I was mentioning. What I was wait, mentioning is yeah.
1: turning so, everything to present. Wait, wait. We're still talking about unreal situations in the past, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> First, I was going to say, okay, blow me, but well, (laughs) don't.
0: Well, I don't know. So just imagine, and and I I like to think of this as sort of um, acting well, particularly about history or, or known events. So, I don't know, let's imagine we have, I don't know, maybe some husband and wife, say, I don't know, Mark and Joanne, and I don't know, maybe Mark was going up to work, and, I don't know, the classic story, like the elevator broke. Mm-hmm. Eleva- they were in the elevator and it stopped working. Yeah. And they were there for 20 minutes talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Nothing else to do. And they got talking. Oh, you work in sales? I work in sales, too. You know, the rest is history. They become married. They have a happy live happily ever after. Okay. Uh, but then you can say a sentence, you know. So... Uh- Let's if the do, elevator doesn't malfunction, they never meet. And they never, they never get to know each other. Yes, absolutely. And native speakers will agree with me here. You can say a sentence like, if the elevator doesn't malfunction, they never get to know each other. They never get married. And,
1: yeah, you know, I don't know. No, it sounds, it's, how should I put it? It doesn't sound correct textbook-wise. But, like, listening to it, yeah, it, I mean, I, I don't think I can be the ultimate judge here. But I will be the judge. It does not offend my ear. It sounds I, it sounds quite like yeah I can imagine somebody saying that, and I can imagine me thinking yeah that's legit. Ah, mm-hmm. uh,
0: we, we we it might be worth it for us to uh, do research about this post podcast because I don't know I feel like th- honestly when I say that I don't we feel do like some
1: research pre podcast sometimes. Yeah, well, yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um,
1: I wish I had my job.
0: Yes, that's correct. But uh. It's. I don't feel like I'm skimping on grammar when mm-hmm. I say it. I honestly feel very official. I would be very comfortable using that mm-hmm. in an official document. Really? Whereas I would not be comfortable saying if I was here or mm-hmm. if she was here. And I would not be comfortable saying, you know, if she saw me, I would have told
1: her. So is that like sort of at least American... Classy way of hacking third conditional, yeah. In my view, in Mm -hmm. my view, it is. Uh, I view it as a totally
0: and and who knows, maybe I'm maybe I'm totally wrong about this, but I I I quite like that way and I think it's totally legit. Hmm, uh, cool, cool, yeah. All
1: right, Um. uh, yeah.
0: Um, it's interesting you mentioned uh, inversion because uh, the standard inversion for these past sentences, yeah, it's like had I seen her. What do you think of uh, sentences? Like, were I to have seen her? Were I to have seen her? It's nice. It's like, it's a lot, but it's kind of, it's nice. Uh, Like, I mean...
1: Monsieur знает talk with возвращения, is what I'm going to say. Ah, you're going to have to... Something about... uh, Only no returns. Uh, uh, What? Like, you know, is извращения, perversions. Like... The sir now knows how to pervert. Who? Who knows? The sir. Okay. Monsieur. Okay. Yeah, the sir knows how to pervert.
0: I think it's kind of nice. It's it's ridiculous, but it's. I mean, it's
1: ridiculous, but it's sort of like. I think we talked about the passive voice sometime ago, didn't we? On this podcast. Yeah. I
0: don't think so.
1: Well, it's like, like you know, future continues. I'm sorry, still for being a nerd. Uh, well, you'll have to tolerate that. Uh, uh, like, the feature continuous is not normally used in passive voice. In the sense, like, technically, it has to be the text will be being rewritten. Oh, no, that's wrong. No, I mean, that's if you, if, like, you follow the formula. So, technically, I mean, your stuff sounds better. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But it's still, like, super, like, formulaic in the sense like it sounds nice maybe also it sounds nice because it sucks the entire essence out of the language yeah it's like it kills the life in the language yeah the life yeah but that's why it sounds good sure. maybe i guess yeah well, we're like, like, actually in, in it, here it's like a perverted enjoyment there yeah oh okay. uh, uh, but like like nobody really would say that would they
0: no, no, you okay, people would no no people no yes people would really say
1: that. No, I mean in like in real conversation without trying to 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 to, 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 to mess with the language in a friendly way like mm,
0: no, Like I'm not will, sure. will it
1: be like a really no, um, colloquial used structure? Not colloquially, uh, honestly but... I,
0: I don't think it's that
1: much more absurd than had I seen her. Cuz oh, had fuck, I seen her?
0: Yeah, really? I no I don't think so. Where I've seen her. Where I've to...
1: I don't know. It, who knows? This
0: is probably a question of style, and I'm not sure. but No,
1: you know. uh, no, no. no. Well, look, you see, once again, when we talk about any kind of any form of poetry, mm-hmm. or like, again, rap or anything like that, like, when we talk about artistic um, exploitation of language, yeah. I'll say that. Uh, fine, whatever works. Okay. Uh, I'm talking about like real life conversations. Like, we'll anybody really say instead of like so the once again the the original phrase is if i had seen him yesterday i would have told him about my project yeah so yeah we can agree that somebody will say if i if i saw him yesterday i would have told him about my project right yeah. or had i seen him yesterday i would have told him about my project really will somebody say or like not just somebody because somebody at least one person will, but no, like, do you do you think... Multiple, like, like, amounts, of, like, a good amount of people, yeah. Yeah, we'll say, like, were I to have seen him yesterday, I would have told him about my project. Well, I
0: we're going to consult Twitter here.
1: Ah! Uh, but, see, here's
0: what I'm going to do. Uh, um, I'm not going to... This is going to avoid problems with Twitter, so I'm just going to search for two options. It's were either, I to? Sorry? Were I to
1: have? Either had I seen him, or were I to have seen him. What about where I to have? Because you you can have some other verbs. Yeah, but there will be enough tweets with both. I okay, think... I'll get rid of him. No, uh, just that, really?
0: <laughs> because if I get rid of too much, then it'll open us up to other stuff. Had I can go to anything. Where I to have... But I, I want to compare it with... C- oh, but you want to c- compare the frequency. Yeah, that's exactly what I oh. want to do. And we're doing it here. Had I seen or were I to have seen? So, probably going to be more had I seen, but let's see if I can find any were I to have seen. Yeah. Had I seen, 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 a lot of had I seen, a lot of had I seen. Let's see if I can scroll down and find any. Okay, it's all had I seen. So, yeah, it's definitely much more frequent. But, if we just go with were I to have seen by itself, are there people who tweet this? Yeah. So we have a tweet from January twenty second, November eighth, October twenty second, September twenty fifth. So like about once per month, someone (laughs) tweets, "Were I to have seen," and and this illiterate schmuck uses several accounts. No, this super (laughs) literate person. This person is more literate. Well, who is this person? Shapiro. These are different accounts. I'm saying
1: this schmuck runs different accounts. accounts.
0: These are this is great. War I have to a scene is great. You uh you know, soon we'll have our drops back, but
1: you are a hater. <laughs> this is great.
0: I can't believe you're opposing this.
1: No. Um no, 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 no. It's um you see I think I have mixed feelings, ultimately. Cuz uh-huh. aesthetically it's great. Yeah. It's fucking stellar, Sure. Uh it's just something like I I'm to me it's like I don't think it makes sense as a grammarian. It definitely makes sense grammatically, I think. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't think that though. Honestly. Um Or it does, but in a very like Mathematical, but not linguistical way, like once again, it's like it's technically correct, but it's like you suck the nature Out of language, my point would be no,
0: you extract the nature! Look at these beautiful sentences, look at these beautiful (laughs) tweets (laughs) I looked and I couldn't find his comment on your video Were I to have found it, my response would be simple
1: Oh, so beautiful (laughs) No, I don't dislike it is, oh, okay, because yeah, I don't know, I don't know how I feel it, but it, it, one more. It's, there's one something more, one else more. aside from hey this is great okay. in my feelings.
0: I, I, I you're welcome to feel that way. <laughs> were <laughs> Thank I you. were I to have pitched a novel in 2010 where I had a despotic and serial lying president of the United States. Oh, this is trashing Obama. Fuck this. Whatever. <laughs> 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 Were I to have pitched a novel in 2010 where I had a despotic and serial-lying president of the United States involved in the arrest of someone named Reality Winner, an editor would have told me the metaphor was a little too on the nose. Woof. Yeah, so Shh. we ended up there trashing Obama. and So don't follow at Derbert on Twitter. Unless
1: you are an Obama thrasher.
0: Sure, Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, yes, we got there. Uh, and I don't think we finished the hacks even here. Um, no,
1: are we talking only about unre- Unreal conditions, well, or...
0: we could just go a million times on these hacks. Um, what uh, other
1: ways of, of hacking the, the Unreal condition can think of? Um,
0: wait, um... Well, I will say... There is the potential to mix, so oh no no, not mixing. No no, I'm not not mixing in the way you are thinking, but literally Ooh. mixing present versus past. So like, back to the elevator example. Okay, if yeah. the elevator doesn't um, doesn't malfunction, they wouldn't have seen each other, or they wouldn't have gotten to know each yeah, other. Yeah, th- that that works too. You say I would consider that as 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 legit.
1: Hmm. Uh-huh. Uh I won't dare judge that. Yeah. Um.
0: Whereas I think you would almost it would be very difficult to find a sentence like if the elevator hadn't malfunctioned they, they don't meet. meet each other yeah. no <laughs> although it's possible <laughs> uh, I would it's accept this language yeah I, I would accept what is that, not that possible pro- well I mean, but that's the thing people they say it. there's a lot of
1: garbage that I wouldn't accept
0: like I I mean I wouldn't accept a lot of
1: garbage yeah right but then we have to justify your opinion based on something beyond just hey it doesn't feel right
0: uh communicability so for example and this gets into the next hack which is um using would have instead of had which i don't really like but it happens so if if i I would have have seen her
1: i would have told her about the project Uh, again ultimately honestly yeah going to textbook fucking never correct I don't like it. I feel like it's wrong and I I, I try to avoid it. I, I don't know. I, I hate it when the students make this mis- made this mistake. With the second conditional though. Uh-huh. They would say like instead of if I saw him now yeah. I would have I would be happy. Or like, or, they would say if I would see him now I would yeah. be having
0: like pff, Or no. other sentences like, you know, if I would speak good English I would get a good job. Or Something like this. Like this. Yeah. It's like
1: uh oh, that's why you're not gonna
0: I don't like it either and uh, a lot. Of, I've heard this from a lot of Americans they'll say things like oh man if you would have if you would have
1: done this I mean this is a phrase if you would but, but it's, if you would have done this no but it's if used in a completely different context because like uh, if you could at least for example yeah. is, is a completely okay phrase but it's not always used in the conditional sentences like if you could close the door, please. Sure, yeah. Th- but that's different. No, we're talking right. about, you know... But oh, the if phrase... We,
0: if you would have told me about this earlier, I would have just... helped
1: you, right? But the thing is, the cadence yeah. is too similar, so I think people misapply it. Misapply what? The phrase, like, if or, if you would. Uh-huh. Sounds like, if you would close the door, please. No, I don't think that's what's going on.
0: I, I think it's Americans who don't want to say, if you had told me. It's just unpalatable
1: for whatever Oh, how about reason. this? You contract would and had in a similar way. So, maybe they confuse them. Come again? You contract would and had in a similar way. Because you would or you had You is going to be you apostrophe D. Uh, but we say you the would... The verb will look different. Because if you would close, but if you had closed, but all the same. Uh, can not it be just a, a confusion? But, okay, sure. So... If you had told me, versus
0: if you would have told me, or if you'd have told me, mm. or if you'd have told me, the Sounds verb like if is you were still told. To, tell, to told me, <laughs> sure. Now, the verb is still told. It's not tell, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I will give it a tentative maybe, but I still feel like it's because there's something unpalatable about saying if you had told me, and we want. How's this
1: more? How is if I'd, you would have told? I don't if, know. How is and this more palatable? I don't know, it? and I
0: don't like it, and I try not to say it, but I've heard it. But that's all I, what I could say. But the... it's definitely a real thing. Like, people... It's, this is not... Um, uh, it's not, like you know something that I mean, Americans say this like mm. for sure they will say ah oh, if, if you would have been there man ah oh, instead of like if only you had been there it's like ah oh, if you would have been there man you would have loved it if you had been
1: there I, yeah, yeah it sounds can, good to you, you but can drop it super easily yeah Americans sick spiritually... ah uh, Americans mm-hmm. uh, speaking of the version yeah second conditional okay if i saw her what yeah. i to see her okay Anything else? Sure. Were
0: I to be president?
1: Yeah, yeah. Or, or even yeah. were I president? Yeah. Uh you see, you can go with were I president. Yeah. This kind of thing works with to be, but you can't see. You can't say like. Did I see her? Yes. Did yeah, I, see I was going to say.
0: I feel like actually, were I to be is like future, right? It's like were I to become president. Well, I mean, future.
1: second conditional deals with present slash future. Okay. It's always theoretical, though. That's okay. the similarity. Because sure. you see, okay, I'm getting slightly philosophical here. Like, regardless of the grammar, it doesn't yeah. matter if we're talking about the English grammar, the Russian language grammar. It doesn't fucking matter. There are two tenses mm-hmm. in our minds. Yeah. It's past and present slash future. Okay. We treat them as one thing, though. So there are always just two two things, not three, not four, not 12 or yeah. whatever. It's past and basically everything else. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so that's why were I to be president? Uh, I mean, you, you decipher it as future thing, yeah. but can it be applied to present? Were I, were I to be president? Yeah, maybe it could be. Like, were I to become a president the very next second? Yeah. Yeah. How is this? I mean, technically, it's future, but how is this not present? So, in terms of uh, what sort of
0: w- why we say this, I don't know. I, I, f- I don't know. I feel like, yeah, again, it's more focused on the fact that this is conditional. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you know, if I were president, I would, you know, fire and eh, whatever. I would raise taxes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, emphasis is on raise taxes. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, hmm were I president, I, maybe the emphasis is more on the I think the, the were,
1: if you use inversion, like, isn't that true that it automatically kind of implies you to put stress on the thing that goes first? Like, had I met him yesterday, and then, were I to be the president? Were I the president? Uh, it just... It just I think that's just like, that's the point of the inversion, though. It's... Like, a, you violate the word order, <laughs> so why... Why then contradict yourself, and... Say hey, my inversion makes no big difference, really. Like it does. That's why you use it, though. No, I I think we
0: use it, and again, we use it certainly interchangeably a lot, but in. But I think
1: intonation should follow the inversion.
0: Yeah, um, I I feel like again, it tells us that the the fact that it's conditional is important, mm. or just like, you know, you would imagine saying something like, you know, I I mean, I didn't see him, but. Theoretically, if I had seen him, something, something. Blah, oh, that's blah, blah. a possible sentence. Yeah, yeah. So, but I use the word theoretically uh-huh. here to show that this is like a conditional, theoretical, possible past that didn't actually happen. Mm-hmm. And I feel like inversion probably gives us that. Hmm. Had I seen him, I would have. I think it creates a dr- more dramatic effect. Sure. Yeah, you might interpret as a dramatic effect. Yeah. Oh, uh, but there's also yeah. yeah. You... you see. Uh, there's, uh, one that is purely future, and, and I think points us towards, I feel like, was, am I even taking it from Russian there? Do you guys say, it like, points us towards, or, like... Yeah. Uh, what the fuck do we say in Been England?
1: doing too much proofreading?
0: Probably. Um, suggests that our sentence is less likely, and... We are more talking about our, an actual theoretical situation that has a small chance of actually happening, oh, so but is worth but it's considering, smaller. which is should. Oh. So, this is your mission, should you choose
1: to accept it. Ooh, that's an interesting point, because, yeah. again, I might be terribly wrong, but again, from what I remember, that's actually the first condition.
0: Yeah, that's why I was saying
1: future. Yeah, so it's future. Yeah. so like you know, it's
0: it's. Should just, you run into this problem, it's, we will be here. In I ju- say
1: it's weaker than if you run into this problem.
0: It's for me. It suggests. that it's stronger. Less it's yeah. stronger
1: than if you ran into this problem. <laughs> it's more likely than okay. if you ran into this problem. I
0: don't know about the percent chances likely. But, but
1: yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna go like, hey, thirty percent, thirty five, yeah. forty. But it's like. Second conditional is definitely less likely than first. Okay. Right, like if it rains tomorrow versus if it rained if it rained tomorrow. Okay. Definitely if I say if it rains tomorrow I'm more confident this might happen. All right, maybe. Because that's actually the the point of differentiating between mm-hmm. the first and the second conditional. Because they both talk about the future. What would you is the question. Like, what will you do if it rains tomorrow? And what would you do if it rains tomorrow? What would you do if it rained tomorrow is a strange sentence. Oh mm, to me. I don't know. I've seen it a lot of times. I interpret it as strange. Well.
0: Mm, Let's not get bogged down on, on this particular point. Part. Yeah, so but well, yeah, should, should you This is your mission should you choose to fast. should you choose to accept it.
1: Uh but yeah, I say like should is Let's put it this way. migration. And tell me if you agree or disagree. Okay, I will. Uh, Migration would be like from the most possible to the least possible. Probable to least probable. Okay, yeah. Will be, what will you do if it rains tomorrow? Uh Then, what will you do should it rain tomorrow? Yeah. And then, what would you do if it rained tomorrow? And I I mispronounced, I think, a couple of things. Once again, just to clarify. What will you do if it rains tomorrow? Then, what will you do... Should it rain tomorrow? Yeah. And then what would you do if yeah. it rained tomorrow? Sure, although certainly sometimes people mix these things. No, man. I think that
0: would be the, the... Grammatically, that's what it should be. But people the people will say something like, you know, if he comes tomorrow... or Yeah, no.
1: Um, should he come tomorrow?
0: No, like... Uh, like hold up. Uh, like, you can imagine something like, if it rains tomorrow, I'd go home.
1: No 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 people Be- say that. People it's... will
0: say all kind of stuff. But people but not not every kind of thing. People will not say if it rains tomorrow, I would gone home or oh, no, no, uh, no. I would have went home. Or, no, people will not say I, if I'm it rains sure tomorrow people will say somebody will no. say I would have went. Uh no no no. Not if it's if it rains
1: tomorrow, I oh. would have went home. Definitely not. Oh, so it's not just the phrase, I would have went. It's the combining it with, if it rains yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, people
0: don't say, if it rains tomorrow, I would have potato. That's just not a sentence you're going to hear. Sadly. <laughs> Sad- <laughs> Prove us wrong. Uh, well, yeah, what, a, so I, what a great I, sentence, though. Uh, yeah, th- thanks. Trademark. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. No, I, certainly I think we are in agreement here that should suggest that it's less likely. Um, mm-hmm. But... Perhaps in the fact that it's less likely, it's
1: like an extreme situation that we
0: probably should think about.
1: Although honestly, yeah, I have worked with a another American, yeah, who used to be an editor. Uh-huh. At least, so he told me, and I, I don't think he lied. Kay. And according to him, unless he bullshitted me, uh, if it rains tomorrow should it rain tomorrow yeah is absolutely identical it's just like should it rain is a little fancier or a so lot fancier it's, it's fancier I would agree it's fancier but that, according to him it was the only
0: difference I had, again uh, you, and i shared this opinion before like I I'm, had to
1: agree with him back then because I trusted him and everything but again I think yeah if, if the person listening to this recognizes himself um, <laughs> I'm not gonna say the name but well I think, ultimately, I trust the textbook more. Any With all due respect. Asking people for opinions about
0: why they say things in their own native language is, I, I think, always a... Um,
1: it's the, not going to get you anywhere. Yeah. Not really. Fraught.
0: Perilous. It's perilous. And there's just a lot of biases that come into play. Plus, and again, the environment try... that you sure, were... Sure, yeah. Environment that you were you grew up in. Um, yeah, I, I try not to... I don't trust myself in evaluating. I mean, I, I do, but I, I try to at least analyze, analyze. You try to be critical. Yeah, I try to think of why I'm, I'm thinking the things that I'm thinking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, in terms of... Yeah, like, wh- is what does sh- should mean and what does the other things mean? I don't know. You have to do some kind of analysis. Uh, I think in many cases, again, interchangeable. And certainly... He changed the sentence like, you know, sh-
1: uh, I don't know, like. Um... Well, but in in a lot of formal situations, I think, like, if it's sort of a commercial or, like, you're reading a piece of text on a website, yeah. blah, 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 use a product, blah, 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 here's how you subscribe, here's how you use it, blah, blah, blah. Should you have any questions? Yeah. I think it, there is a difference. Oh, you yeah? could replace it with if you have any questions, yeah. but I think it sends a message that, hey, this is all pretty clear. We are confident you will not have any questions. Perhaps, you. perhaps. If it does happen, though, yeah, which means like, should you, yeah, we like don't believe it's likely, but well, in case emergency stuff as well. Yeah. So you know,
0: this uh, security system is very secure, but should you find some, you know, faulty equipment, because you can notify us at this number. Every system is fallible, ultimately. Sure. Yeah. And so I feel like should kind of suggest this or maybe is a little bit better at depicting that exact feeling of
1: We're unlikely. It's, it's good, but, well, we can't be super... We can't be right all the time. Yeah,
0: and I honestly feel like it's the same for were I. So were I president versus if I was president? I feel like were I president says mm. it's not likely, but
1: that's my theory. I don't know if it's true, mm. Interesting idea. Speaking of first conditional, though, Okay, yeah. Um, some textbooks suggest that uh, I, 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 I like this is how I get away with this. I mean, it, I can't probably judge if I do get away, but I like how I can theoretically get away with any crap that I say introducing it with a phrase. Some textbooks say. <laughs> okay. Uh, because I never quote any textbook, really. But
0: I Hashtag, do... appeal to authority. Appeal to unsighted authority.
1: Yeah, which is really bad, but I mean I honestly, just in case guys, I I say this not because I want to mess with Casey or anything like this, it's an honest thing that I read um, I don't know, maybe a few years ago, Okay. but I'm the reason I'm very confident at what I'm saying is that because I'm very very enthusiastic about grammar and uh, it's one of my things, so I, I remember that stuff, I want to hope really well What I was about to say, some textbooks suggest that in first conditional, you can replace at least the first half with an imperative, the if part with imperative. Okay. Like, if you punch me again, you will regret it. Okay. So punch me again and you'll regret it. Okay. Yeah. So that one. Yeah. Yeah. Or once again, the example that I mentioned to you earlier from uh, the film uh, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels phrase, you say this again, you'll wish you hadn't. Um, it, you, nice phrasing.
0: You like that because it goes everywhere. Yeah, bit. it goes
1: everywhere. And I I think that's what I love about the the, the real English, I will say it. Yeah. In the sense that, you know, when you study uh, English, when, you, when you're when you a beginner or maybe pre-intermediate or maybe even intermediate, you study mm, some grammatical phenomena uh, separately from one another. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, But the real language is that it combines everything like you will, it's possible to have like, I don't know, three tenses, four tenses within one sentence combined properly. Those are the best sentences. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I love. Like, because nobody always goes with like 10 sentences in present simple, like 10 sentences in past simple or like everything in third conditional it's all combined and I love that like hey that's real language now so yeah was it punch me and you'll wish you hadn't so
0: like oh yeah if you if you punch me which I see you're trying to punch me or you you want to punch me but if you do this in the future you will wish that you had not done this in the past which (laughs) is the future for now because we're talking but great phrase it's
1: a nice little phrase nice neat and tidy Mm. phrase I don't know uh, as a grammar nerd you know Love it,
0: yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so it's an interesting one.
1: Yeah, uh, let's go in the future. And yeah, I think we're gonna go along here. Might oh, s- how about <laughs> this? Uh, a yeah. phrase uh, once again. It's kind of again according to textbooks. It's kind of first conditional, but I, I will go to th- basic theory. First conditional once again is if plus present. Yeah. So the condition is present, and then the result is future. Normally, future. Sometimes imperative. For example, yeah. If you see Jane, say hi. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Very often that. But um. Yeah. Uh, but normally it's if present then future.
0: Sure. Yeah. If you see, if I see Jane, I'll give her your money.
1: Yeah. Uh. How about the phrase, um. Something like this. Uh. Let's say, let's say I'm talking about my experience when I was in Scotland. Okay. And I'm talking about something. I'm telling you some kind of story, and you look at me like all confused, like here, I don't really understand what you're talking about. And my phrase is. Like, uh, well, if you've been there, you will understand me. Or, like, uh, you will know. But it would be,
0: if you had been there.
1: No, that's that's the weird phrase. If like, you... if you've seen it, you'll know what I'm talking about. The point is, yeah. it's not really conditional per se. Oh, that's what I was trying to... I,
0: that's what I thought you were going to explain with this hall, if I saw him. But you didn't actually explain. You
1: see, like... Once again, now, if you are a learner, I think this is going to be very important. Um, textbooks, once again, normally will tell you that there are, what's that, the, the zero type conditional. Yeah. There's first, second, third, and then there are two mixed types, right? Yeah. Uh, second plus third and third plus second. Bah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You see, uh, there are a lot more conditional sentences. Mm-hmm. The point is that they are normally not dealt in textbooks yeah they're not d- normally dealt with in textbooks yeah. because the rest of them are pretty straightforward uh-huh how about this phrase we are let's imagine casey we are two teachers Okay. we teach in the same school all right and i complain to you about hey i had a test yesterday and all my students failed okay and you will say well of course they failed if they didn't attend So this suggests that you know they did not attempt. Oh yeah, I mean it's a conditional sentence because there's if there's an if clause there's a result. Mm -hmm. But well, what type is it? It's none of the real real conditional. I I I
0: think I have a way of
1: thinking about this that is is a little simple, which is
0: and it will tie in if equals because. Uh, we can do that uh, p- perhaps but that's not the way I want to formulate it right now and mm-hmm. the way I'm going to formulate it right now will tie into the future as well uh, so I feel like there is um, you can have if and yeah we're going to go along here we'll probably mm-hmm. split this into two or yeah. and I've got another question yeah
1: so yeah you, questions about
0: you keep um, talking if you add if it is true that I, I mm-hmm. feel like this changes a lot. So, Oh, yes. So, um, you can imagine... A, so, for example, if I had seen her yesterday, uh, you, it doesn't really make a lot of sense to say if it is true that I had seen her yesterday. It's actually not, not correct, right? But yeah. If I saw yesterday. It, the, the correct one would be if it is true that I saw her yesterday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? So, I didn't see her yesterday. Or, or you think... That I didn't see her yesterday. Yes, then I that's say, oh fun... I saw Sophie yesterday. Well say, if it is oh, true that you saw her yesterday. Yeah. And then if we get rid of if it's true, it just becomes, oh well, if you saw her yesterday then yeah, why maybe didn't I don't you... need to show you I I don't need to show you her picture now.
1: Yeah, or why didn't you blah blah blah. Yeah, why
0: didn't you tell her about our project? She has yeah, exactly. Um so in this case we would actually say if you saw her yesterday, why
1: didn't you tell her? Right, the same thing if it is true, yeah, and that's the next thing. Well, let me finish my thought yeah first. Um, so yeah, very often you will see sentences that have if structures and they are not, and they are conditional, but they are not the conditional sentences that you see in textbooks because once again, textbooks normally explain those conditional sentences that, are not straightforward because, like, really, what is the like? Especially if you come from from Slavic uh, countries, if you speak one of the Slavic languages, mm-hmm. like, why wouldn't you use future after if? Yeah, it, because well, it's it's the English language feature. Yeah. So you need to understand that. And apparently, textbooks authors understand that. Yeah. So this, uh, so they give you this information. Sure. Because. Uh, I'm pretty sure to to native speakers that's just a, uh, just an obvious thing. Yeah, we just grew up. I remember
0: like when I first heard, I was like, "Wait, wh- wh- why is it? If I do this, this will happen. Why is everyone saying if I will do this, this will happen?" It's come on. It's, if I do this, this will happen. And then you understood. Sure, and then I thought because I thought, I mean, this kind of weird. Like, yeah, why is it like that? I
1: don't know. It's just like that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like before you, before, uh, uh, until you, until you knew that people actually had a trouble yeah. saying that correctly. You thought it was super obvious and self-explanatory.
0: I, I don't think I ever thought to myself, huh, why do we say yeah. if
1: I see her tomorrow?
0: When we're talking about future, right? I, I never thought that to myself. Yeah.
1: Exactly, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so very often you will see a different structure once again. Like, yeah, we have two teachers and I'm saying, hey, my students failed, yeah. provided... Which is another hack. Sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, provided, assuming, on the condition y- yeah, that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. List. <laughs> Bookish one, but yeah, still cool. Uh, but yeah, provided I had told you earlier that my students never attempted, attended the classes. Yeah. And now I go, Casey, okay, so they all failed. And, and you go, of course they failed if they didn't attend. I don't like that sentence. I, I, mean, I know what
0: you're trying to say with that sentence.
1: Something is not supernatural? Yeah, something's
0: weird about the sentence. Something's
1: thing. not supernatural, everything is natural.
0: Yeah. I mean, I get what you're I get what you're saying though. Oh
1: well, um, I'm sorry if I'm not speaking real English now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, um My other question that I yeah. had to you. Um what do you make of a sentence? Like I have an answer to it myself, and I will if you're answer going it to. later. No, the phrase like, "Well, if she won't come, I won't come." If either. you're going to, yeah, maybe That's what I had Yeah,
0: and it for me this ties in. That's what I said earlier. It's going to tie into true. the future. If it's for me, I interpret it as if it's true that. So why?
1: Oh, yeah. yeah no, so wait, the
0: sentence I wrote down in my outline was: If you're gonna, if you're going to wear that stupid shirt, then I'm going to wear my stupid shirt as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If thing. it's true that you're going to wear your stupid shirt and that's a fact, mm-hmm. then all right, whatever. Or it's stupid shirt day. I'm going to wear my stupid
1: shirt what too. What if we replace? What if I say we can replace "if" with "since"? Ah, uh, since you're going to wear. Oh, because. Ah,
0: uh, yeah, uh, but. I mean,
1: I mean, yeah, not. It's... it's not gonna have a similar impact yeah. stylistically, but yeah. grammatically. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't... how how do you check if you can use "will" in a kind of conditional sentence? After if, yeah. If you can replace if with since,
0: well, for me, I interpret is if you can if you can insert it's true that yeah yeah
1: or that so either of those yeah that's how I interpret it so like it's um, a fact yeah and because of that this is what I'm gonna do mm-hmm. but like and again
0: it's useful to use if because it's not always a fact so in this sense with the shirt sure, sure maybe you know all right if you're going to wear that stupid shirt, then I'll Mm -hmm. wear my stupid shirt as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But we can imagine um, something where it's not certain. So, like, you know, if this student is going to skip every second class, then I'm not going to bother preparing material for him. Mm -hmm. But um, maybe we're not sure if he's going to skip every second class. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I don't know, this uncertainty can give us if. Whereas mm-hmm. well because is we are sure, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. I, I, I see the point here. Yeah. That's what I feel. Um, okay. So yeah it's it, maybe it just, in my it, example or the way I pictured the context yeah. for my example, like if she won't come Yeah. Like I like there's a party here, and I was gonna go there and there's this girl Jane who I'm in love yeah with crazily and turns out she's not going there. Well, if she's not going, if she won't go there, I won't well, go either. It's interesting that you said that, right? Because,
0: and this will be a, a probably a future episode, but right, um, if she's not coming or if she's not going, whatever, um, this is, what is this, present continuous for the future, right? Yeah,
1: we, we mentioned
0: that we will talk about we'll that. We will get there. Um, but it's also the same idea, right? If it's
1: true that she's not coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, Honestly, idea. again, maybe my sort of grammatical vocabulary or my spoken vocabulary is not very rich. But I think my initial honest phrase would be, if she ain't coming, instead <laughs> of, if she won't come.
0: Uh, well, first of all, I, I definitely, so, well, for me, this, um, these are like real conditionals. So like, if it's true that you saw her, mm-hmm. is built on the sentence, you saw her, which mm-hmm. is a real sentence. And so for me, what's the real sentence here? Is it, she's going to come? Is it, she's coming? Is it, she will come? Which one is it?
1: Mm-hmm. If you... Well, they all refer to future, ultimately, aren't they? But I'm saying, which
0: one do um, native speakers of English typically say? And oddly enough...
1: And... and then you build your if part based on the original sentence. Sure, I mean, especially no, no, if you're a na- native you're sure. speaker. And,
0: like, and this may strike a lot of um, English learners as a little bit peculiar, but a sentence like w- without it... <coughs> Sorry. A sentence like, a sentence without any context, like, she will come to the party. Mm-hmm. It's actually quite a strange sentence, and you're not going to hear it that much. No, in I agree. You generally need some context for just a straight, someone will do something. Mm-hmm. So, like, without context, you're going to hear stuff like, she's coming, she's coming or she's going to come, mm-hmm. one of those two. And then this if thing would be built off of that. So, if she's gonna come or if she's coming, mm-hmm. I, they are built off of that. Yeah, if right. it's true that she's coming or if it's true that she's gonna come, then all right, I I'll come and maybe I won't wear my stupid shirt because I want to impress her or something like this. Right? Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. I think this reminds me of a great quote, like this cheap action movie I think from the from the eighties with. Dolph Lundgren. Okay. The phrase that he... The the, perfect, the great conditional sentence there is, if he dies, he dies. Sure. This would be...
0: I don't know. Zero There's, type? Well, the first part would be future. Like, if in the
1: future he dies... You see, like, then... if it's if present, then present, then it's zero type. Something like, if you mix blue and yellow, you get green. But the
0: thing is, Well, and this gets back to what I was talking earlier, right? So, like, I presented the sentence, like, if the elevator doesn't malfunction, Mm -hmm. they never meet, which Mm -hmm. is not a zero type,
1: right? (laughs) Yeah, right, but then... What type is it, then? If he dies, he dies. Uh, He dies, he dies? For me, this is, like... I think it's similar to what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas which is the general uh, truth.
0: I don't believe... I don't...
1: I don't believe it. I don't have that drop
0: <laughs> and I don't even have the capability to drop drops if I had the drop. Wow. Ah, like, what a conditional sentence. I don't think that's correct. I think whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas is, yeah, it's a universal law. Okay. Water boils at 100 Celsius. I don't
1: think... I I think... Sorry. Whatever happens in Vegas is like a universal law. It's like right, water. Yeah. I wish it makes that something like yeah what happens in Vegas boils at 100 Celsius. <laughs> sure um, well, I think if he dies he dies it's more like
0: like I, I'm a ima- met I haven't seen that movie but I imagine the dialogue was something like you know it right? was, like, I think
1: it was a, like a, a boxing ring thing. uh-huh
0: and it's like all right we're going to go into the 20th round and they're like he's, what he's if in- he dies exactly what if he dies right in the future in the 20th yeah. round. If he dies, he dies.
1: Yeah, but then... So, I think he re- he transforms it from first conditional to zero condition. I don't think
0: so. I think it's still first... I think it's still talking about the future. If he dies... For me, I still interpret as future. Mr. Wongren,
1: if you're still listening to us... <laughs> if do you, do you ever think? listen to us... Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: what the heck did you mean? Yeah. Or what the heck did your scriptwriters mean? At least? Yeah. Uh, I feel like this is... If he dies in the future... Then
1: the second part on it, it's kind of... Goofy? Well, if he dies... He dies. It sounds epic, though. Which is required for an action movie?
0: I, I can't sort of conceptualize this in the <laughs> moment, but I feel like there is a way to conceptualize this. But I don't feel like this is if what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I do feel
1: like it's a little different. Our listeners, will you conceptualize it for us? Whereas Please?
0: something like if you're... A doctor and you're instructing your patient no no you're not your patient your medical students yeah <laughs> and you not to get too dire but like you know look not all surgeries are successful not all you know operations are successful um, if the patient dies the patient dies and we move on that would be like whatever happens in vegas stays
1: in vegas maybe somehow well, it in a similar way i might be wrong though yeah eh, we might both be wrong uh, no either of us is
0: right uh huh. One of us is right. We've got more, Artyom so We're not going to finish yet. We'll definitely oh, no. split this into two. Uh, which is into three. Maybe into three. Um, which is the difference between if and in case.
1: Oh, I love this one.
0: Yeah, it's kind of an interesting one. Uh, so in English, you will hear sentences like, you know, so imperative sentences like, you know what. Uh, In case of fire, break glass? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Break glass in case of emergency, right? Or, you know, bring an umbrella in case it rains. Or, uh, like... These are different examples,
1: though. Bring an umbrella in case it rains? And in case of fire, break glass. No, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, they are. Stop it. Oh, yeah, they are.
0: Okay. Uh, okay. I I could kind of see that. I don't want to get bogged down into that difference. That's a
1: big difference
0: we'll get there so i want to focus on the sentence like bring your umbrella or i'm gonna bring my umbrella in case it rains Mm -hmm. or uh bring a little bring some cash in case they don't in case their credit card machine is not working
1: yeah right let's begin here yeah that's why i want no no no, no. i'm about start over the podcast i'm about what is what is the word if yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, bring some cash let in me, case their bring, credit like, card machine is me, not let working. Let me have this example. Yeah. How would you explain the difference? Uh, I'll fetch my umbrella if it rains. Yeah. And I'll fetch my umbrella in case it rains. Yeah, it's a beautiful distinction. Yeah. So...
0: What so, have you got to say this one? I I can answer it. So, uh, I'll fix my umbrella if fetch. it rains. I'll fetch. Oh, I thought it was fix. Oh, whatever. It can I'll still fix. be explained. <laughs> fix. I'll fetch my umbrella if it rains. So that means I'm not going to fetch my umbrella. I'm only going to fetch my umbrella in this potential future situation in which it rains. So tomorrow in the morning, I look out the window. Window! I, I look out the window. Oh gosh, it's raining. All right. Time to fetch my umbrella. Uh-huh. Whereas now, I'm not doing anything. Let's just, we're, we're going to leave it in the, mm-hmm. the basement. I'm not going to. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I'll fetch my umbrella in case it rains means, okay. What Wait, if? We're going on a. We're going to, you know, we're going
1: hiking tomorrow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's. I don't know. It's somewhat funny to me imagining, like, people backpacking, somebody's carrying an umbrella. like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Did you hide? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, What so if it rains, though?
0: So, yeah, you are doing something now. Mm hmm. To affect some future event where yeah. it happens. Whereas, I'll, um, I'll fetch my umbrella in case it... If it rains, means I'm doing something at that future time when I realize that it's raining.
1: How about this? A, a different approach. Okay. You tell me if it's better or worse. Okay. Um, I would say there are two actions, yeah? I fetch umbrella, it rains. Okay, yeah. Let's say I fetch umbrella is action A. All right. It rains is action B. Okay. So, I'll fetch my umbrella if it rains.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And B happens before A. Sure. B B happens and I realize, oh, I look out the
0: window, and it's like, oh, it's raining. Time I'll to fetch, fetch umbrella. my umbrella
1: in case it rains, then A happens before B. Yes. I do this in preparation for a potential yeah. So rainfall. I, yeah. I fetch my umbrella in case it rains means I think there's a chance it will happen. Yeah. And before it happens, I do this as a precaution. Yeah. Not as a remedy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, remedy precaution versus precaution. Remedy, wow, what a beautiful
0: yes. thing. Yeah.
1: And this is... Perhaps... And that's why I said that break glass in case of fire. Yeah. And this other example, whatever you had to say, were different ones. Because yeah. break fire... Oh, break in fire in case of glass. Yeah. Break glass in case of fire is not a prevention. It's a remedy.
0: Yes, you're tr- you're
1: right. You're right. Um, you're right. Um,
0: on oh, no, a s- precaution, not prevention. Whatever. I, either. Yeah. No. It's it, it is. Yes. You're correct in that one. Um, but yeah. And so in case is probably. Well encapsulated in the phrase "just in case." Yep. So we probably like, uh, and it, it's funny because the word like, I mean, "just" plus "n" equals "justin," which is a common American name, and so, and "case" is also a last name. There are plenty of just people, in case, really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe not. I don't know if there's any people actually named Justin Case, but there are real people with the last yeah, name Case. Oh yeah. So this person always is prepared for.
1: What? Hugh Jackman. He's an actor. Yeah, and I've seen. I have not seen him, but his Zachman is huge. Okay, sure. Um, so Hugh he, Janus.
0: I got, I got. I got it. Uh, <laughs> no, wait. I am finished. <laughs> All right. No. See butts. Right. Uh, <laughs> last name butts. First name Seymour. Um, so a person named Justin Case Michael always seems to Hunt. over. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, last name Hunt, first name Mike. Yeah, right,
1: but Michael. Yeah. Sure. Because I didn't, but, but he didn't goes want to give Mike, it away. But he goes by right? When you, you, you yeah. say last name Hunt, first name Can Mike. Can I see...
0: Last name Hunt, first name Mike. Has anybody seen Mike Hunt? Yes, <laughs> um, you need to. Uh, so, like, a person named Justin Case is always prepared for, like, obscene things. Like, Justin, like... Why did you bring five pairs of shoes? We're only going for a one day trip. Mm. Oh, you know, just in case we have to go to the mountains or just in case it rains or, you know, just in case, blah, blah, blah. He's prepared for all these future yeah. events, uh, which I think explains the meaning of just in case pretty well. However, <laughs> uh, Comma. yeah, um, we have like the phrase like in the event, which also works. Yeah, which is like sort of what you were getting at with uh, break glass in case break glass in case of fire.
1: That's um, in the event.
0: Yeah, break. So like when? The, and and this um we'll have an episode on this in the future about how headlines and signs often contract sentences. Yeah, but so the That's full sentence one. would be like, you know, break the glass in the event of an emergency, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or in the event
1: of a fire. Not in case like hey. This building might be on fire. I'll break this class for (laughs) him. Yes. So, like, in the event is a real
0: thing. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's usually precedes a noun. So, like, in the event of a fire, Mm -hmm. go leave the building, for example. We don't usually say in the event that someone does something, but it's theoretically possible.
1: Yeah, Why not?
0: um, Yeah, it is possible. And it is different than if. So, um... And yeah, so like, uh, so a sentence like, uh, like, we will leave the building in case a fire starts, it doesn't make any
1: sense. It does, but then in a very weird way. No. In a sense, like, hey, this building might catch fire, we'll leave now. Sh- no? Not even know. that? I feel like it doesn't really make sense. Like, at all? I don't know. Even surreally?
0: Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I, okay, I've definitely seen sentences where in case was used and it, it doesn't make any sense.
1: Uh, um, so
0: yeah, it is different. Is what... That might be all we have to say for today. Oh, wow. Uh, don't worry, we're going to split it up. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Don't you worry, child.
1: There, there. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, we might have left something out for oh, sure. We, we definitely left stuff out. Uh,
0: and if we left stuff out, we'll address it in a future podcast. Yeah,
1: right? yep, yeah, we will. Um, you've tolerated this one. Your heroes have you. So- give yourself a pat on the back. Yeah, honestly,
0: just a little meta analysis about this episode. Like we we talked pretty quickly here. We went through a lot of stuff. I feel like we covered a ton of stuff, and honestly, you can. Learn almost all there is to... Know. No, not you, you can't no. learn everything there is to know about conditionals, but I don't know. There's a lot of information in this episode, so yeah. listen to this one once, twice,
1: three times. Oh, maybe, like, slow the speed down. Yeah, you know... Depending. Contrary to what some people do.
0: Yeah, some people go the other way, but... Uh, uh, we, we, we spoke what I feel fast. like those people are often kind of, like, virtue signaling. They'll be like, oh, look at me. I, I listen to it on two two times like oh look at me I'm so cool ah. but I don't know try this one you schmuck <laughs> yeah um, um yeah uh yeah no there's a, there's a lot to this episode so yeah listen to it again you, you, you might hear some stuff that's interesting you might hear some stuff that's really stupid
1: or even more listen to our podcast of ours yeah uh thanks for listening to this one hopefully you'll listen to others again we ain't got more talk
0: yeah. Are we and all done? Yeah, we're done. And if we make it to another, if we survive another week, we'll give you another podcast.
1: So. Uh, yeah, keep my fingers crossed. Stay tuned. Adios. Bye.